0: Surprise, it's the news, according to me. Well, here I am. It's, it is uh, Tuesday, February 20th, 8 o'clock in the morning, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I am at the home studio this morning. And it is, uh, yeah, I didn't mean to, sorry, to to scare you either when I started with that surprise. didn't, didn't mean to do that. I did, I have a cup. What happened to my other cup? I had a backup cup here and I must've left it somewhere. I have creamy vanilla chai with my Oh So Good Almond Joy Creamer. It's pretty good stuff. I have uh, a backup cup. I have a backup cup around here somewhere. The cat got it. We have two inside cats and it's cats now. We have, we have uh, <clears throat> the, uh, I have some V8 Fusion Uh, Well, it's not really V8 Fusion anymore. It's it's called something else now, but it's V8 Fusion. Peach mango as my backup. I also have another backup backup. I left it in the refrigerator because I'm saving it for later. I have some sweet tea from Chick-fil-A, and I'm going to be drinking that the rest of the day. Have an interesting day ahead. Today's going to be – I think it's going to be a pretty easy day. Um, I'm only going to do about a 30-minute show this morning, however. I'm just going to try to keep these these, these shows – light and then on Fridays are going to be my big show with all the uh, sound clips that I can possibly muster. Oh, and I, I had a sound clip that I was going to play and now I can't play it because it, it just, YouTube, I've noticed that YouTube lately has been doing this thing where I'll set up a whole playlist, you know, a, a you know, a cue type thing on my phone. And as I'm playing it, um, I, I might, you know, if I do anything else outside the app for any length of time, Without the videos playing in the background, I, I have YouTube Premiere, which is, it's pretty expensive, really, for what you get. It's pretty expensive. It's like 20, it's 25 bucks or 20, what is it, 25 bucks? Which, 20, it's per month, I think Netflix is less or about the same price. Uh, you do get free movies and stuff on YouTube as well now. The, the biggest things that I get from it is I, I can listen to it in the car. I can turn it off. I can turn the screen off and still watch videos. And I don't have – I don't get advertisements. I can't stand advertisements, playing the, the advertisements before the videos. So those kinds of things I'm able to do. I'm, I, I can download stuff. I don't know if you can do that on regular. I can download uh, videos on my devices. I can do all kinds of things like that. So it's – I use it a lot. And it's <laughs> probably – a good investment for me for as much as I use it. Because I, even just, if I was just using it for, if I wasn't doing this podcast, even if I was just doing for traveling, as much, much traveling as I do, um, I'm able to, to walk through an airport, listen to, you know, videos, that kind of thing. And a lot, a lot of the videos I listen to are mostly information. They're not necessarily, you know, the, the visual isn't that important. It's mostly the audio I'm listening to, <clears throat> news reports and that kind of thing. So, in the process of doing that, I, I have the ability to, to put my phone in my pocket, not have the
1: the video on, and I can still
0: do that. I, um, you know, I, I just did this thing with my lips. I went, I did that little thing. I've got to say, that is the one tick that people if they if people speak like that and they keep doing that i know i've noticed that mitt romney is doing that a lot lately he does it about between every sentence sometimes during the sentence and he'll do this and he'll do that that drives me nuts and the reason it drives me nuts is not just the sound of it That is a, there is a signal being sent when somebody does that. You'll see Joe Biden does that occasionally. He'll do that thing. Bill Clinton used to do that all the time. This little thing with his his mouth. This is a phony, it's a theatric. It's it's, it's an attempt to get you to relax. He's just relaxing and talking about what he's doing. That's not the case. That's not the case at all. He's, this, is, this is a portrayal thing. When somebody uses that little tick in their, in their vocal – Now, now it's, it's a natural thing that happens. It does happen on a natural like, – like when it just happened to me a little bit ago. It, it will happen. The problem is they will use it to manipulate you. They'll put it in there and they start doing it so often that it starts becoming a habit and becomes a, a little – Almost a, like I call it a tick. It's not really a tick, t- like like a. It's not like Tourette's type tick. It's it's just a, a thing that they will do, <clears throat> not even realizing they're doing it anymore. But it's because of an insecurity that they have. It's it, it is basically an insecurity at that point for them to do that, because they're trying to get you to come along with them. It's like a person, well, like Kamala Harris, constantly. With her big eyes, nodding her head, kind of, kind of trying to laugh, kind of trying to bring everybody along and, and trying to make it, trying to, you know, just, just I can't even, I can't even do it because it's just, it's just so phony. It's just, there's a, such a phoniness about it. I can't even act that phony. And that's phony is, acting is phony. Anyway, um, I, I really don't have a show today. I, I, this is it. This is the show, folks. It's just me yeah, blabbing. No, there's a few things i want to talk about. <clears throat> I have, uh, well, I, I I want to I want to recover, re-co- not recover, but recover. I want to go over again, once again, some of the things that are happening here. Now, one of the things that, you know, I was saying about Trump, he's it's closer to half a billion dollars um, that, that he's going to owe. The, the reason, you know, the the judgment was like 355 million, I think. The problem is they're charging them nine percent interest on this. Nine percent interest. Now there's a story that I heard this morning. This is what I was going to play for you. This is where, and that money's not going anywhere. That money's not going to anyone who was da- damaged because no one was damaged. It's just going to the city. They'll probably put up signs someplace. You know, they'll put up a parking lot or a a playground somewhere. These, this playground was funded by Donald Trump's lawsuit. So, you know, something to that effect. They'll, they'll do something like that. They'll have signs all over the place. This trash can was funded by Donald Trump's lawsuit. This, you know, $2,000 trash can. They'll say, thank you, Donald Trump, on the side of it. Probably Thank you for your trash. That's, that's the kind of people that we're, that we're dealing with here. These are the kind of people who will go off and weaponize the DOJ to attack their political opponents. But it's justified. It's okay because, because he's, a, he's a thug and he's a thief and he's a, he's a fraud. He's got 92 indictments. This guy's got 92 indictments. But, oh, it's terrible what happened to Mulvaney.
1: Putin killed him, supposedly. So here here we go. But, you know, because he was thrown into prison because he was
0: political opposition. That's what they want to do to Trump. This, they, they don't even realize this is, what they're, this is exactly what they're doing when they're going after Trump. If this was such a bad guy, see, this, this is the whole thing. And this, this is where I want to go with this this morning, because I think, it's, I think it just needs to be hammered home that we need to really under, get a grip on this and understand what, what their mentality is here. They're not just going after Trump. They hate anybody who, and everybody who would ever even consider voting for Trump. This is why they turn on their own when their own start to say, well, maybe Trump's you know, a good idea. Maybe Trump's not such a bad thing. They, they get visceral at that point. How dare you? Now, now, not all of them. There's not as many of them as there were before. Because they're realizing that their pocketbooks are hurting. I listened to Stephen Gardner yesterday. He had a, had a guest on who was talking about this whole stuff. Now Steve, Stephen Gardner's a guy who basically operates out of his dining room and interviews all kinds of. I don't know how this guy did what he did. I don't. He got in with some good. He got some really good. Now he's very good at interviewing uh, people. He's, he's he's good at asking questions. Um, he he's very um. He lets people talk, he listens, and he, and he asks good questions. And that's, that's really the, the point of being a good interviewer. It doesn't take that much. It just takes an ear. You just have to pause for a moment. One thing I can't stand about Sean Hannity when he's interviewing is he interrupts people all the time, and he constantly goes on with the same talking points all the time. He constantly runs the same rhetoric all the time. I think, I, know, I know Sean means well. I just can't stand listening to that. If you're going to invite somebody on simply to agree with what you're saying, or if they're in disagreeing with what he's saying, then he's just, you know, he just rattles on and on and on. He filibusters all the time and constantly interrupts them. It just, it just interrupts. I said, what's that? I've never said that. Interrupts them. Interrupts them. Whatever. Put the syllable on the wrong. So the, um, we have the, This whole thing with with Trump, it's not about, it's not just about Trump. See, these people hate, here's the deal. If they're so concerned about democracy and the democratic process of electing an official, a representative,
1: and they're afraid of that representative winning
0: the democratic process. And they're going to, all they're going to say is, well, this is a threat to democracy. Really? So a person gets elected into office through the democratic process, and that's a threat to democracy. Do you see the irony here and how ridiculous this is? And they are truly scared to death that if Donald Trump is allowed to run, that he will win. If he's such a horrible person, how could he possibly win? Well, here's the problem. Here's their pri- – in their minds, this is where they go. They haven't said it out loud too much yet. They, they, there have been a few that have said it out loud. It's because this country
1: is so horrible.
0: They're losing this country. No, this, this is the way – we're trying to restore the country. Not as Barack Obama said on his opening night of his inauguration speech – Going to fundamentally transform America, not restore America, transform the fundamental transformation of America. That's what he said.
1: When he said that, I don't think people really caught it because he just kind of threw it out there co- towards the end of his speech.
0: We're about to begin the fundamental transformation of America. When you transform something fundamentally, that means the foundationally, that means at, the, at its core. Michelle Obama was said, said, we need to change our history, our traditions, and all these, we need to change all these things need to be changed.
1: What are you talking about? This is a blatant and yet covert
0: he, Barack Obama was masterful at using words, wordsmithing things on the on the fly. This this is why I think he was so. One of the things he did, one of the things that happened to him was he, he said when he was being asked about coal plants, he said, "Well, coal will, will necessarily, you no, know, uh, electric electric, uh, electric prices will, will will necessarily have to go up." Now, the way he said it and the way it came, came out of his mouth, it almost sound. most people will not say necessarily like that. They will not say, well, things will necessarily have to do this. People, what they hear is wouldn't necessarily have to go up because that's the way people talk. People don't say that the, the way he phrased the, the, the sentence was different than the way most people talk. So they don't hear it the same way. He would wordsmith stuff and put words in place in a sentence that were out of whack, that said what he wanted to say, but it didn't sound the same as what we're normally, it wasn't straight talk. It was this weaselly way of saying it in a way that we didn't understand it quite. So we didn't really quite get it. When he said fundamental transformation of America, what I, that caught in my head. I heard it. I heard it live on television when he said it. And when he said it, I was like, that's not really what, I think what most people wanted to hear was we're going to restore America. That's not what he was talking about at all. It didn't, didn't really soak in until, you know, about four years later. And I seriously question whether he won the 2012 election. I, I, there were a lot of very shady things that happened on that, in that election. But thank God actually, that he didn't win or that he did win. I, I, I actually think it was a good thing that he did win. We would have had Mitt Romney. And as much as I was at the time <clears throat> thought Mitt Romney was the, you know, the guy for, you know, we, that we needed, I am so glad he did not ever become president and he never should become president. He shouldn't even be an officer. He shouldn't be a representative at all. He shouldn't be. This guy is a I know the type of person he is. I happen to have – the last – after he lost that election, There's some things that came out about him and actually after I heard heard him speak and saw him do what he was doing, uh, especially with his representation in in, uh, the Senate. It was very clear to me there was a person I worked for back in the 80s he's exactly like that person. His personality type, everything about the guy is exactly the same. Now, they're not exactly the same person. I'm just saying that their personality type and everything about them, the way they think, the way they operate, their thinking patterns, their, their personality disorders, all the things that they... Everybody's, everybody's got some kind of personality disorder, by the way, to some, to some degree, some more than others. But he... he uh, he definitely is just like that guy. And the, and the older he got, the closer that he got to that age of, of the, when I knew this guy, the more he acted like him. It was, he just fit right into the mold, right down the, right down the pipe. All I'm going to say is it's a very good thing that he never made, made it into presidency.
1: It's bad enough that he was in the Senate. He has been a,
0: a worm in the Senate in terms of a weasel, I should say, maybe a weasel, a certain kind of worm that can worm his way into certain things. Liz Cheney is very similar to that kind of situation as well. Very similar. And now she's coming out. They're, they're interviewing her again now. Well, it's just, you know, he's saying things. He shouldn't be president. I uh, was listening to Robert Govea last night, uh, Watching the Watchers. He, he did a really good job of laying out the case. There's actually a guy who's – the person who's arguing – I can't remember if I can think of the guy's name. Is it West? Is that his name? The guy who's arguing before the Supreme Court on this whole immunity thing with, with Trump. The leftists – and this is where, where it gets a little scary. See, they're, they're going after him in any way they can because they're trying to stop him from being in They're trying to stop – they're trying to get him in jail. They're trying to you know, do whatever they can to this guy. Of course, they're, they're – now their end of it is being scrutinized a little bit more. This, this whole Fannie and uh, Wade thing down in, in Georgia. You have to understand they're DEI hires. They're, they're – they're, They're going to probably get away with this, even though they lied before a judge. The judge is kind of strapped because he's a white man. So he's going to be stuck with the the whole, you know, he doesn't want to be seen as the guy who goes against the, she lied. They both lied in hearings before a judge. This is the kind of thing that can get you disbarred as a lawyer to knowingly lie like that. Now I get it. They're trying to cover up an indiscretion. I, I, I get that. Doesn't matter. I, I, you know, I can forgive them for that part of it. But there's legal consequences here. But they're probably going to get away with it. She needs to be disqualified. They both need to be disqualified. Let the case keep going. But they need to be gone. And she has the audacity to go to a church. She, she did this before as well, as well. She went to a church. Right after this, all this, she started getting some feedback and some pushback on some stuff that she was doing and saying and her, about her life. They're picking on the... And so she had this open prayer thing that she read before this church group. Which, in my opinion, just flies in the face of all that is good and holy. I, I just, I just, I'm sorry, but when somebody starts getting up proclaiming themselves before the people of God to try to get everybody on their side and say, oh, oh, well, this is, you know, I, I believe in God, and I'm asking God, you know, this. Uh, that's, not, that's not the way God
1: operates. And I just, I don't think that she is
0: going down a very good road here. What I saw in the hearing that she had, and of course, everybody's touting her, oh, she's defiant, and she's, oh, she's really shoving back, pushing back at the, at the people asking the questions. Oh, you're making these sassy statements that she's making. She was, she was uh, reprimanded twice during the thing
1: for, for making statements that she made. This woman lied to everybody about the affair. She had an affair with a married man. Seduced him into leaving and, and, and
0: divorcing his wife. Paid him all kinds of money. The, the, the money thing is really what really bothers me is because it's just, that's just becomes... You know, your morality is one, one thing You know, physically. that I, I That's bad enough. But then when you start affecting... Look, what, what you're doing with those funds affects other people a lot more. It's just disgusting. The whole thing is just filthy and disgusting all the way around, but it's just, it just continues to escalate into the professional life. This Engaron In- guy, he's, he's a freak too. That guy's a weird freako. He sent some pictures of himself with shirtless or what? what keep, he's just doing all kinds of weird stuff. These people are depraved. And it's, once, once you start realizing how these people are, and the, the left won't see it. The left does not see it. All they see is, yeah, go get him, go get him, go after him, go get him. For what? For what? Kevin O'Leary even has, has looked at this and gone, what is that? What do they do? Kevin O'Leary had a like about A $3 billion deal he was going to do in New York. He's not going to touch New York now. There's no way he's going to touch New York. And he said he's got a lot of friends who feel the same way. They're not going to invest anymore in, in New York or in New York City. Even the state of New York. So
1: there's no way. New York, California, and, and one other place, they're, they're, they're not going to touch it.
0: And they named off some states that were friendly Oklahoma, I think Idaho, Idaho? Someplace Utah, maybe. I don't know. Wherever it was, a couple of states that were actually friendly to business. He said, "This is this is hostility towards towards." He said, you can't do this." So we don't trust the, the, the them now. Now there will there will be people who will because they're they're, they're insiders. Holcomb, uh, Governor Holcomb came out and she was all. Concern, don't look, you know, this is, we're only going after this. this is just, this is just an exceptional case because it's Trump. You just basically said the quiet part out loud. We're just going after Trump. We don't care about, you know, no man is above the law. In other words, Donald Trump isn't above the law. Here's the, here's the crazy part about this whole Jack Smith thing. Now, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a epidemiologist. Oh man, there's some bad stuff happening with this vaccine. Uh, oh We'll get into that at some point Doc, dr John John uh, is it, what's it Joe? Is it Joe was his name uh, I can't of name now I'm so flustered so so the, this whole thing it revolves around they think you're a, a horrible person they've got to get rid of
1: Orange man Bad and, and, and But it's the pro- the problem is the people who are voting for him.
0: You're the problem. If you're if you're voting for him. Now maybe you're not. I don't know. I've I have i have got people listening to this show that probably don't. I don't I, that's fine.
1: Whatever. Vote however you want.
0: I'm just saying that this is this is what they think of you. This these this left wing deranged individuals. Jack Smith. This is what he thinks. He thinks that if a president commits a crime while he's president in... Now, he even conceded in some of his arguments initially. His initial drafts, he said he concedes that the president was operating within his official capacity as president. But once you leave office, we can come after you for anything that you did that we deem to be criminally liable. Folks, this has deep ramifications for any presidential candidate, any presidential uh, officer, official, whatever, representative, president, whatever they are.
1: Any person who, who is, is in the office of president, acting upon their f- official capacities,
0: being held criminally liable afterwards—that that is a a stew that you don't want to get into. Oh, well, why not? Well, here, here's why. Because that person can be held, basically, ransom.
1: They can be intimidated.
0: Well, you better not do that or we're going to get you for this or get you for that. Because there's, find me, show me the man and I'll, I'll, I'll show you the crime. They can go after anything. And this is obvious in the Trump case. They changed the law in New York for, his to, for this, uh, what's her name, Jean, what's her name, to go after him in this civil suit, in this, uh, this suit, this uh, other suit, but what happened in a supposedly dr- a dressing room in Waldorf's. We don't know when, we don't know, you know, what the date was, what year it was. It was a dress that she was trying on that they, don't, they didn't make until like five years later. But she says it happened, and so we have to believe all women. And she went after him and won. Even though the statute of limitations had been l- well passed, they changed the law and opened it up for a year so she could file. They changed the statute of limitations for one year so she could file the lawsuit. Now I don't know how many other people opened up lawsuits that year, that, that, during that year. Be interesting to find out. I bet they were all thrown out. This is the only one that they cared about. They changed the law, the statute of limitation, to go after Trump. With a frivolous, phony, who knows what laws. I don't think that this I don't think it ever happened. The way, the way she described it, this this lady is completely wacko. She got away with it. This is the kind of people we got out there. And, and, they're, and yet they turn right around and say, well, as soon as Donald Trump gets in office, he's, he's going he's to attack his political rivals. He's going to throw us all in jail. He's going to have us executed. Because if the president – and here's the thing. They, they, th- they think
1: that if the president has dipl- complete immunity,
0: then he can execute – he can order the execution of all of his political rivals. He can execute all of the Senate and the Congress. He can just keep on going. You can't be held liable for that. Yes, there is liability for that. It's called impeachment, first of all. You get impeached through the House and the Senate. That's the process. Then, once you're impeached, you can be held criminally liable.
1: That's how it works. There's a a constitutional process. And here's the problem with part of that as well. You can't just do this weird, wacky lawsuit indictment crap
0: without going through that process. And it's so if you if if, now I guarantee you if he did all that, first of all, do you think anybody would vote for the guy? Well, he's going to he's going to, you know, stop the election. We're not going to have any more elections. It's going to be the end of all elections.
1: Really, you really think that that's going to happen? See, this is how
0: deranged these people are. Now here's what here's what gets me is Trump that, that thought never entered the head of Trump. I, I guarantee you, Trump never thought, "Well, I'm just going to kill off all my rivals. I'm going to kill off the Senate. I'm going to have them all executed." First of all, who are you going to find to obey that order? Who are you going to find to obey that order? Nobody in this country is going to obey that. You, what are you going to call the Capitol Police? You're going to call the military in. You're going to call who are you going to call it? to come in and, and kill all of Congress? How's that work? That's a that's a direct violation of the Constitution. Nobody who took an oath is going to uphold and defend the Constitution. They didn't take an oath to uphold and defend the president and his, his orders. If it's an unconstitutional order, you, you're, you're bound to not. Of course, this doesn't happen much as much as it used to. <clears throat> how is that, that going to play out? Here's the problem I have with this. And with your, the, the fact that the Democrats even thought of this, that that thought goes through their head because they're the ones who think of
1: this kind of stuff.
0: That, that's the... It's the very thing... They're sitting there claiming Donald Trump's going to weaponize the DOJ. He's going to come after his political enemies. He's going to put us all in jail. That's what you're doing to him. Meanwhile, they're talking about how many indictments this guy's... Oh, he's got 92 indictments. He's a criminal.
1: It, no. You people are insane. What is wrong with you? They don't
0: have any self-awareness whatsoever. No introspection. It just blows my mind that they can continue to go on down this weird path. One of the things that I think that's going to happen here, the reason that the, they really are, they need to hold out with Joe until the, until the convention, which is in August, is because that way, how, how much debate will there be? And they can spring a candidate out there. And it, I, this is, it's kind of like a fake pass type thing. It, it's, they're, they're hoping to do a, a bait and switch on this whole thing. They know Joe, it won't, you know, he's, he's just, but the Democrats, the Democrat party is continuing to damage itself by just continuing to uphold this guy, to lift him up, to hold him up. How does anybody believe anything these people say anymore? Oh no, Joe, Joe in the, you know, in the meeting, he's sharp, he's focused, he's in charge, he's large and in charge, and he's, he's running all the meetings, he's making good decisions. No, he's not making any decisions.
1: Guy can't find his way off a stage.
0: Not just once. He did not just one time have an issue getting off a stage. It's every time he gets on a stage. He doesn't know which way to go. This
1: guy can hardly stammer. He's barely able to walk around on his own. And we're supposed to continue to keep believing this. Stuff. And yet they do. They, get, they, just cl- they just squeeze their eyes
0: tighter shut and they just keep on yelling the same thing. And Joe's going to be the best thing since sliced bread until he isn't. And then all of a sudden, the next thing is going to be so much better. Because the end justifies the means with these people. They don't care. They don't care about the rule of law. They are destroying decades, if not centuries, of precedent, legal precedent in this country over the fact that they want to get rid of Donald Trump. Now, Jack Smith is having some issues. Prior to, uh, when, when, when Trump first filed the appeal in the, in the case, it went to an appeals court. And of course, Jack Smith wanted to, to just completely go past that. He wanted to go, to, go straight to the Supreme Court. This is how disingenuous these people are. Because he wanted it to be done quickly, so it could, could be done quickly. It had to be done quickly. Before, before, uh, he, he wanted it to be done before Super Tuesday. Has to be done real quick. Let's just take it straight to the Supreme Court and get it over with. It was, it was, kind, of, it was kind of a Hail Mary. Because The more I read about this, in the, in the, the, the man, the argument was so good that, that, that Govea was reading on this process. It really it went into the Marbury issue of uh separation of powers between the judicial and the executive branches and it was it was oh man it was it was uh very well laid out, very well organized, even I could understand it and of course, Goveya has a really good way of reading stuff like that that actually makes it interesting, but he he actually uh he actually was really impressed with it as well and I, I think it's just it lays out the entire argument very well. Now, the problem is we have some people on the Supreme Court who are not constructionists. They are not, they are not original, originalists, or what you call uh, – they believe in the, in the founding. They think that the, there are some people on the, on the court who believe that the Constitution is a living document that it should be changed and should, should grow and adapt and basically be legislated. And then there are those who found, foundationally believe that there's a principle on which the Constitution was based on and that everything springs from that principle. It's a foundationalist or a constructionist.
1: What do the founders intend?
0: And with the, if those people are in the majority, which I don't, I don't think John Roberts is, I think he's just a wishy-washy, mealy mouth politician. I, I, I believe that they, they may go the other direction. However, it's really – I think this is really a key enough case that I think that they will actually go – there might be one or two that don't go along with this, but I, th- I think he's going to win on the appeal. But now Jack Smith, since, since he won in the lower court on the appeal, he doesn't even want to go, go to the Supreme Court now. Oh, we don't want to do the Supreme Court now. No, 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 no chance of going to the Supreme Court because he knows that they just happened to pull one off on the, on the appeals court. And now he doesn't want to go to the Supreme Court because now it's going to be over. He knows it's going to be over with because he, he knows what the arguments are. And there's even some question about – he basically isn't even qualified to be – now, now there's a serious question as to whether or not he's even qualified to be special counsel, which he isn't. I, if you listen to the argument on it, it's like, oh, yeah, it's just cut and dry, this black and white. He never, he never should have been appointed. There's just – there's no – they went around the rules to do this. But there he is. He's their little hero right now. He's made some really big blunders, and it's, uh, it's questionable whether it's going to continue to go on the way it is, but it's, it's just, again, it's one of those things that, we'll see how it goes. I don't know. Um, yeah, I just don't think it's going to go well. So this is going to be an interesting week. Um, again, now, very, it's very po- possible that tomorrow there will be a show. However, I might have to work early in the morning, the rest of the week is going to be very sketchy. Um, Tomorrow and Thursday, uh, depending on what happens to me today, will depend on what kind of flake out what is going to possibly happen tomorrow. Uh, most likely, I will be home uh, this evening, late this evening. However, I'm not totally sure of uh, what's going to happen tomorrow. It's just, you know, who is, I guess, you know, tomorrow. But my, as far as my schedule is concerned... Um, Next couple of days are going to be a little bit more sketchy. Today's pretty much an easy going, uh, easy day. Uh, not much of a chance I'm going to be traveling anywhere. I think I'm going to go to Michigan City actually today and do some things. I need to be within range of Chicago in case just, just in case they need me for something. But I don't think it's going to it's going to pan out. So I, I, I'm going to end up uh, probably being on a show tomorrow at some point um, if I end up having to go in early in the morning there won't be a show uh, until possibly late in the afternoon if there is going to be one at all so next two days a little bit questionable in the meantime um, if anything big happens anything big breaks uh, you'll probably see me hear me I should say do a quick show to talk about it but we'll see how that goes I don't it's I don't know we'll just have to see Folks, keep praying for this whole situation because there there is a spiritual battle going on here. This is an ideolo- not just an ideological battle. There's a literal spiritual battle going on. I'm sh- I'm shocked at how well Trump is just chin up, going through this. Nothing is shocking him. You know, he gets a 355 million dollar judgment against him, and he just keeps on going. Now, I can I can tell there's stress in his voice, but other than that, just keep praying for him. Pray for everybody. Pray for our nation. Pray for each other. God bless. Have a great rest of your day, folks.